You are now listening to Okay, okay, okay Go Away. Away. And child, viewer discretion is certainly advised. Because with Andre, you never know what is going to come out of his mouth. From topics of sex to picking your brain about life itself. And trust me, if he wants to discuss, baby, he's going to discuss that. And leave you thinking, okay, but wait. As always, get the glasses ready because the filter is off. And give it up for your host, Andre to return to Hello, my lovely tasties. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. Okay, but wait. <laughs> I am your host, per usual, Andre, and I have another guest with me here. Yes. So, thank you for allowing me to sing the blues. <laughs> um, in today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about emotions and setting boundaries, which is something that I am very like excited to talk about because, let's be honest, our emotions can be all over the place, and our boundaries can be non-existent. So. <laughs> And I think it goes kind of go hand in hand when you have to make that certain boundary, but then your emotions can get in the way. It's like, no, they made me mad, so I just need to not talk to her. Um, you know, maybe it's okay that they overstep their boundary and, you know, I'm feeling this way, but no. Regardless of when you set that boundary, it needs to be respected. And if you don't get that respect, they're not there for you. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Let's, yeah, no, let's get into it, because she knows, we, we she, oh. yeah, yeah. I'm bad, and if you listen to the last podcast with Tamia LeMay, um, I kind of briefly mentioned, like, my boundaries just kind of being overstepped, and how that plays into your mental health, so I'm super excited to talk about how emotionally it puts an entire toll on you, um, because when you disrespect your boundaries, you disrespect yourself. You're allowing other people to disrespect you, and inadvertently you're disrespecting yourself. And you can't set a boundary with one person or set a boundary with one thing and let one person be able to break that and then get upset that the other person is not respecting her if they break it. Because they see you disrespecting yourself, so they think that it's okay for you to disrespect or for them to disrespect you. Yeah, and that is not okay. And I honestly, uh, I don't know. For me, uh, I don't want to be the most self But at a certain point, there comes a time where I ask myself, am I taught how to make boundaries, or am I just going to have to initiate this? Because I kind of grew up in a household, there was a lot of us. There are a lot of people taking care of us at the time, too. And, you know, with such different ages, different range, uh, ranges, and, like, you know, how old you go and 
it was a very like angsty house sometimes if you overstep the boundary and so we were kind of like taught like hey don't talk about it with this person and just make sure like you're on your you know on your a game but it's kind of just like pause how does that help you you know and that kind of like turns your emotions into like a wait so should i tell this person that they made me feel bad or are they going to blow up on me type stuff and so it's kind of just like by setting that boundary and having those convers those difficult conversations sometimes um, can actually create a better bond with the other person because you now understand that person more and understand like, hey, this isn't okay what she said or this is not okay what she did. And I want you to acknowledge that and going forward be better at communicating and making sure that boundary does not get crossed over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, it's definitely, um, it's definitely something that you're taught with. I don't know. I just try to feel. I feel like yeah. you're definitely taught how to make boundaries. Like, it's not something you just wake up and you're like, I can't. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree. I think, grow. I, I didn't grow up in a big house. There's <laughs> four of us. <laughs> and, like, two of them came quite some time after. <laughs> um, but... I definitely had to learn, being the only guy, um, my mom has all sisters, and they all had girls, so, um, you know, you have to learn how to respect girls' boundaries, because they're constantly changing and going through different stages in their life and everything, and um, then I had to also learn how to set my boundaries and just be like, well, you may be into that, I'm not into that, or, you know, I don't want to do this, or just X, Y, and Z. And so I think one of the things that people really need to understand is that it's okay to set boundaries within your family and then learn how to set boundaries within friendships and how to set boundaries within um, relationships, whether that be boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, X, Y, Z, et cetera. (laughs) Um, Boundaries within work. Like if you set boundaries within really all the parameters of your life, you're going to live a little happier because, I mean, picture it this way, right? Mm-hmm. If I have a boundary, I have a, we all know, I like to go to sleep at 7 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Or I have a boundary, I won't, like, I do not like leaving, like, my car. 8 o'clock, <laughs> don't like taking my damn car. <laughs> um, Even, like, dishes, if you don't eat before 8, I guess you're not, <laughs> you're, you're not eating. Because this kitchen is clean by 8. You're <laughs> kitchen (laughs) there will not be a disuse plastic (laughs) plastic I just can't do it and that's just a boundary and that's great that she knows because Like, when it comes to certain conversations, 
when you have those certain people. You know, so people are just like, I don't like talking about that. And yeah. you're like, um, and it'll be about like really like heavy, emotional, intense conversations. So like, I don't like talking about that. It makes me feel weird. And it's just like, wow, funny. Like <laughs> I don't it. think that's a boundary. I think you're just, there's something more to that. And I want to specify that because, you know, boundaries are placed so people understand that, you know, this conversation, like boundaries are placed in order to kind of make sure that the relationship is kept on a respectable level. Mm-hmm. So by you crossing that boundary, it's kind of just like the police, like, pulling you over, like, hey, like, are you going that way? And like, you know, you know, you're, you know, like, why this person match you, all, you know, all stuff like that, you know. Kind of the same way, where it's kind of just like you cross that boundary, like, hey, like, I don't appreciate you doing that. Like, mm-hmm. is there a reason why? Like, and you know, you ask those questions, and it gets you know cleared up, and that's that's the difference. But sometimes people are kind of in denial sometimes, and you just have to sniff it out. I don't know how. I'm still in that learning process. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes yeah, no. I really, I don't know when it is a boundary or when it is like just they don't want to talk about it. I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, makes it kind of awkward. Yeah. Which is kind of like, it's a boundary that they've set in place to protect them from having to talk about it more oh, so. yeah. Which is very interesting. It's like an unhealthy boundary. Ooh. Because let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> because I think, and we all know, we all, we're not, um, we're not, we, um, as an African American woman in society, of course, you know, growing up in a predominantly white, you know, suburbs, all that stuff, there's conversations to be had. Some people get blindsided sometimes about certain things that they say, and it could trigger a lot of like unwanted, uh, just like unwanted, uh, publicity. Yeah, and it's kind of just like, dude. Just know that you can't say that because, because like logistically, like it's not okay. And on top of that, what you're going for is not really the image that you're going for. It doesn't like respect mine, and so. And I remember I lost a couple of relationships because of that because we didn't, I guess, communicate very much. Well, like a lot of relationships were cut because of the certain situations um, a person has said or those four and it was just very odd because they would hang out with us but they wouldn't talk about that sort of situation but then if you bring it up it's like oh uh i didn't even say that and they kind of like double talk to me it's like it's weird so i think for like for me like unhealthy boundaries goes towards like those institutions that because i think generally speaking in order to kind of cut that unhealthy boundary line, you kind of just have to communicate how you feel. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Keep going back to that emotion, just how you feel about your situation. And then, you know what? At the end of the day, if you're mad, sad, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff, question that. Be like, you know what? Why am I feeling this way about this situation? And why do they feel this way? And let's find, you know, agree or disagree or find but at the end of the day, it's like, I think it literally always goes back to emotion. Yeah. Like, 
And it, for me, it goes to emotion, but it also goes to you have to be confident in yourself. So, um, and I guess it's like two or three weeks. <laughs> um, but I, in the previous podcast, one of the previous episodes that I did about like um, self-confidence, it's all about respecting yourself and being confident in your answer. And if you're not respecting yourself and understanding your emotions, then when it comes to other people crossing that boundary, and then be it, now you have this, what we can call unhealthy boundary, where it's like, oh, um, <clears throat> I don't like when this happens, but because I don't want to you know, step on this person's toes or this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. I'm going to create this boundary for them. But if you're confident in saying, no, my kitchen's close at 8, you can go grab something to eat, or you can leave, or whatever, um, then that's not on that. But this is a boundary that I have set in place in my home, right. in which you're in. So, um... And that goes for, like, even if you're in a home, or, like, you know, your parents, friends, and all that, like, it's always okay. And if they tell you it's not okay, they, you need to have a serious conversation about that, Either A, they're not respecting you or your boundaries, obviously, and B, they're trying to um, play shame with you. And yeah. that's not what we want. That's not, this podcast is not for that. At <laughs> all. Because you have people are like, well, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves. Well, um, I do this at home, or, um, right. ex, you know, so and so lets me do this, so this, not, well, I'm not so and so. This isn't your house. This isn't their house. This is my house. I'm Andre, and I'm not allowing this to happen. So setting those boundaries, because it's like, well, you're here with me, you know? If you want that to happen, then they're downstream around the corner and too high with, okay? So. <laughs> yeah, not here. Not now. Now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I definitely understand that. And I think we definitely had a conversation about that, too, with certain people mm-hmm. around, like, It does, man, when I tell you, um, like, it just gets, it, it peeves, it peeves me a lot. And I hate saying that, but, like, it makes me mad because um, it's like you've known this person for so long, and yet they still do the same thing. And for me, like, like you said, like, we're not through the conversation. I would say the same thing, too. Um, my emotions need to carry away what I need to feel at the last minute. Like, I'm really one of those, like, it builds up and then it crashes. And so that's kind of how I, I'm learning how to not do that because it's really unhealthy for like health and mental and all that kind of stuff because I tend to hold grudges and stuff and it's not okay. Yeah. And um, I've been trying to like tell myself like, hey, if you do not like it, like just you need to tell these people like this, this is not okay. Sometimes that conversation, that person, the people pleasing comes down and you're like, but, like, they're really fun when they drink. And you're like, yeah, it's true, but, like, who is that helping? Yeah. Who is that helping? Not, not me. <laughs> <laughs> not you, not me, not anyone around, too, because maybe you're not seeing it. Maybe you're seeing it, but you're not saying it, but other people are seeing it, and they're not seeing it either. So it's like, who's going to be the bigger person to really step up and take charge of how the situation will go? Because it's not me saying something like that. But, I mean, like, it could affect. Yeah, and to piggyback off of the last podcast episode as well, 
to mention being the CEO of your life. So it's like, okay, if I have, uh, well, if we're, you know, taking it business-wise, and it's like, I have a process in place. If I'm making shirts, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and I have a process in play to do the shirts on how to make it, you need to do this, you need to draw the design, print the design, then put the ink, this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, well, my way is better of doing this, and now you're doing your own way, honey, this isn't your company to run. That's what I'm saying. So you either need to have a sit down with them and say, hey, this is the process and this is what you need to do or respect it. Mm -hmm. If you want to do your own process, then there's another company out there that probably does it that way or go create your own. But right now in my company, I'm not going to allow that to happen. So you have this X amount of time to get that fixed or after that, you're fired. Completely. I definitely agree with that. Completely. Yeah, that's just how I feel. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because I mean, That's think how about I feel. it. Yes. When it comes to like even going back to the dishes, there's a huge reason why. Like eight o'clock, my previous schedule, I have work at seven in the morning, so I'm in bed by ten. Mm-hmm. So eight, well, my kitchen is clean, shut down. That gives me from eight to nine to do whatever it is that I want to do. Whether that be dancing around my apartment, playing the game, get out of yacht. Everything shuts down at eight, really. Like I stop working on everything at eight, like because eight to nine is my time to just process whatever the fuck is going on. Like wind down and stuff like that. Imagine exactly. like you have a whole long ass day and someone's just like, I'm your roommate to how you have to sleep. Yeah. At eight. And it doesn't And you're just like, why would you want to piss me off today? Like why did you want me to let you guys know? Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be someone else. Yeah. For me, I will not even do it. Like mm-hmm. I know because if I'm cleaning and it's 8.30, now that's 30 minutes of me playing the game. Well, who knows? I might get into a really good match. Now I'm on there for fucking an hour. Now it's 9.30. Now I'm trying to, you know, brush my teeth, wash my face, shower, whatever it is that I want to do at night. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So now it's 10.30. Now I'm past my bedtime, you know? So I have to respect that battery of, no, 8 o'clock. If I'm not done, their kitchen's not clean by 8. I'm about to order some food, or I'm about to do that. I don't have a budget for that. Because <laughs> I'm like, I already know me. It happens. Right, exactly. And that's really, putting boundaries on everything is really important going forward with, like, kind of like your life. Because it really sets you up. Like, adulting, mm. you, that is the number one thing. Because when I tell you, when you turn 21, and, like, you're still living by, you know, you go by someone else's rules, or you have your own rules, having those boundaries and understanding, be in my own parent sometimes, but then I also need to understand that um, it kind of like, in a, in a way, like you defend yourself. You defend yourself and what you believe in, how you believe in it, and be confident on how it comes across because ultimately, like, it can potentially really save you a lot of stress and anxiety and depression and all this, like, unnecessary feeling from other people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I get, like, sometimes, like, I would say, like, I do have, like, people giving me tendencies, too. It could get jaded with that. But ultimately, by still, like, enforcing that on yourself by yourself, too, is totally fine. You can actually enforce boundaries on yourself, too. Like, um, hey, like, what he was saying, like, he doesn't clean past, like, 8 o'clock. Same with you. He's like, okay, I will get my homework done then and then after that I will play video games and you kind of it 
it was almost like built for the team. It's really good for you guys. Good for the brand. Yeah. And uh, which is a really good thing. So that's why like boundaries is definitely something to be mindful of going forward if you're, you know, turning, not turning, but you know, becoming more of an adult and trying to be a little bit more adult, you know. Well, I would even say boundaries is something that really should be taught at a very young age because let's be yeah, honest I when it, yeah because when it comes to um becoming an adult for example we've known each other for years mm-hmm. but if i'm just now learning how to set boundaries mm-hmm. and then there's a boundary that i'm like huh she may do this for example y'all <laughs> do it. i cannot stand the sound I cannot stand the sound of like people drinking and it's weird because I smack but like you know like the like that doesn't even bother me but like the y'all I can't do it (laughs) I can't I try okay I don't know why I do it I'm sorry don't call me I hear it at work. I, it drives me insane. But if that were a boundary that I set in place, like, girl, do not drink that damn water. Which is like, who the fuck are you to tell me not to drink water when I was, when you called me? But, like, if that were a boundary that I set, and it's something that I honestly truly recently just found out that I'm like, wow, like, that is a very interesting sound that I don't like in my ear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then it's like, oh, well. <laughs> then it's like, how do I come up to you and say, hey, Please stop like that. And it's like, well, I've been doing that for a while, you know. So that's something that really needs to be talked about. Like, if I came in and I just recently was like, hey, I don't, you know, cook in my apartment past eight. Like, dishes, kitchen's clean past eight, so I prefer not to use it past eight. Or I'm not going to use it past eight. Right. And you're like, oh, well, but I've been doing this, that, and the other. It's like, how, how do you establish that? Because we're already friends, you know. Mm-hmm. And then that can become an issue where it's like, or not even an issue, because it shouldn't be an issue, but it's like, some people may take that and say, oh, well, now you're switching that. Probably it could be an issue, but in certain topics, yes. But I think if they really want to be your friend, they would try and actually be better. Yeah. Let's be real. And I'm really kind of like baseline, like mid, you know, answer, but I feel like that's the truth. Yeah. you really want to be friends with a person, and they tell you, like, hey, I really don't like it when you, um, yeah, if you do that, like, drink all the, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, realizing this, I'm like, oh, I got that. Um, then you need to step up and be like, hey, like, I understand, and I will talk with you. Like, it's it. But, like, if they make it a big deal, then that's where the problem lies. It's like, what are you really looking for? Mm-hmm. Because I want this to be a friendship, but if you're not going to actually be a friend to me, because that's my requirement, then we can't. This is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, but it's the truth. Yeah. You know? Keep your life simple. You already went hard enough. Why not? Literally, like, it's, it's unnecessary. Hey, I do understand. And I will take that. No, no, no. I will take that, and I will make sure to mute myself every time I drink something. No, that's not even a... That's not even a boundary. Like, at this point, it's just been like, wow. Wait, I just make fun of it. I'm like, damn. I don't know what you're drinking, but it must be throat quenching. Quench. <laughs> Quench. 
very nice. But I think, and we're going to take a quick break as well. So yes. y'all think I forgot, but we are drinking. So y'all motherfuckers exactly. better pour up. And then on top of that, I think we're going to switch into the emotional mm-hmm. side of uh, building those memories. Yeah. So, and I was just about to say that. Fill them glasses up. We'll be right back. And we are back from our break. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs> good night. Hope y'all uh, enjoyed that. No. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, good morning. Oh, well. Um, hopefully y'all poured another glass. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's there. It's sure there. I'm telling you. Oh, we wow. have this, like, concoction right now. It has, like, a little bit of food, too. But I'm not, you know... This is a censored, you know, I want to say that for the kids who are listening, so drink responsibly. I don't think that that's the last, the, I don't think that's the worst thing that they've yeah, heard if they're listening. You're actually right. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. But it's a pretty hefty drink that we have on now. Yeah. You know, we don't put light here. Mm-mm. Um, but we were going to get into the emotional side and how... Your emotions. emotions. Yeah. The emotional side of boundaries and where... And how do you kind of, what does it lie? What does it mean? Yeah. You know, like, why is it there? So, I'll let you take the rein. Sorry. I interrupted oh, you. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You, you explained it a lot better than I think I was going okay. to. Um, so. Oh, okay. How about it? <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'd have to say, um, I, from my last podcast, I told kind of like everyone that I was in this self-health, um, self-healing like journey of who I am as a person and really connecting to my younger self. And now, you know, it's been, I've been doing this journey for like almost a year now and I've learned so much more things about myself and how I've grown as a person. Um, and after doing further like, you know, things, like I'm kind of just, I'm still looking you know, I haven't been, like, really diagnosed with anything, but there's some little tendencies that I do, kind of like, you know, a little bit of forgetfulness, uh, kind of like, time, like, not really time sensitive and, you know, kind of like not always showing up late, but like, kind of always a little bit later than usual. <laughs> Those little tendencies that makes, it just didn't make sense to me, and I was getting scolded for that for such a while. Like, it's been, oh my god, y'all, since high school at this point, and... I told myself, I was like, you know what? Let me look into this because it seems as though these little things keep popping up and I get scolded on this and I need to understand. And so I started looking at videos and I clicked on, I saw this one video. Um, like I said, I'm not self-diagnosing myself, but I mean like, hey, these, if the shoe fits. But lace that bitch up. So I go on YouTube and I see this one video um, and it talked about uh, you know, how to know, like, if you have ADHD. I was like, interesting. Watched the video. I related to the video so much to the point where I was like, okay, this is weird. So I started watching more videos, and I was like, oh, wow. This is getting kind of scary. And then I'm noticing more and more about, like, my ADHD. Like, not my ADHD. Let's be real. Like I said, not diagnosed yet. But going forth, I kept looking at it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I understand this. And then... But ultimately, I told myself, you know what? What if this goes more deeper than it is? 
then next thing you know, I feel like YouTube was like stalking me because the next video was, is ADHD and emotions connected? Honey, that's where things got interesting. So then I started watching the video and this viewer, I don't know, I forgot her YouTube name. It's like how to ADHD. I love that. I love her show. I mean, I want to promote it, but like, you know, I want to promote it because like it honestly has helped me a lot to understand who I am, like my mind and how it works as a neurodivergent or a neuro, yeah, neurodivergent. So, um, clicked on the video and she's saying like, you know, with people who are neurodivergent, it's hard to have those hard conversations with someone without you, our emotions getting involved. Because ultimately, it gets to a certain point where we no longer, if, if we get too involved and we our emotions get into it and it gets more heightened, the more heightened it gets, the harder it is for us to even get our point across. Because we're now speaking based upon our, our anger, our sadness, our depressed, or happy, or all that kind of stuff. And um, there's a certain point where when it comes with anger, because that's really the one that people don't accept often. When it comes to anger and, you know, certain things, you know, uh, the viewer, the person, the producer, whoever was talking, I forgot her name. Oh, I'm so sorry. But yeah, I forgot her name. But she told me, she was like, in order for people to understand that your emotions are a little bit heightened than others, you need to set those guided boundaries for people. Because no one's going to know that you have, you know, ADHD and anger issues on your forehead. Like, no mm -hmm. one's going to know. You're going to have to make sure, like, if something kind of bothered you, even bothered you a little bit, definitely talk about it because your emotions can really disrupt a relationship because of the fact that you did not speak up at that current moment. And that's, it was very interesting how she went into it because she was talking about how, like, um... She even talked about how, like, you know, neurotypical people are different. Like, some of them are different. Some of them, you know, they do different things. But I was noticing that I related more to the emotional side of it. And I was just like, wow, that makes so much more sense now. And even for my, I guess, for familiar, um, for my, my family as well. Because, like, you start to notice those things and you're like, so that's why they did that. Like, it wasn't purely because they wanted to. It's because they didn't have the time. When they had that conversation, they didn't, their emotions got too heightened. And instead of ending that conversation and letting that person take a cool, breathe, you know, all that kind of stuff like that, it was just like, they wanted to entice it. The other person wants to entice it, want to make sure like, hey, you said what you said. Now you said it rudely. I'm going to hit you back with the same thing. Even more horrible, horrible mm -hmm. response. Completely horrible because now you've ruined relationships. You think you're a horrible person and you're always being shamed upon because of your anger or your sadness or your, you know, explosive behaviors. And it's not right. I don't think so. I really don't think it's right. And that's really where I'm coming across when it comes to these emotions. As a near, like for the neurodivergent. But for the neurotypicals, it could be something different. And I'll let honorary take the reins on this one being like neurotypical as in like when you're having a conversation with someone about like basically confronting someone about your boundaries like how would your emotions go because i feel like you're very calm you're a very calm person <laughs> even in a fight he'll just be like same voice it's it's like a customer service voice like okay well 
I don't really remember you telling me this. So what? Why is that changed now? And then you're like, I don't know what to say, and you're kind of just like, what's the thought process behind it? I'm curious. I think for me, growing up, I was very neurodivergent. Mm. Um, very explosive, which I actually talked about a little bit um, in the podcast before. Um, I was a very explosive person. Um, you told me something, I didn't like it, and you were going to know right then and there. But going through my self-heal journey and trying to find better, I don't like calling them coping habits, right. but um, better routes to handle things um, through meditation, I have now learned, okay, maybe I don't need to, you know, explode. Like, if you were to say just X, Y, and Z, and mm. I didn't like it, mm. or even if I didn't like it, if you just thought something that, like, I just didn't appreciate or it upset me, mm. boom, it was quick. Oh. So I was like, okay, Honor, well, how about we take it in? And I also know, like, for me, I prefer to sound more not, or I guess, educated. Like, I, I'm, I'm a stripper for when it comes to, like... Diplomat. <laughs> learning, yeah. Libra energy. <laughs> So it's just like, I have to process things. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that when I didn't process things, I, someone had told me people who cuss, they cuss typically because they aren't educated on other words that they can use. Which is crazy because I think it's a whole way around. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what, motherfucker? That was stupid. And yeah. you fucking hurt me. So. Exactly. And I was like, okay, true. And so I cuss a lot, as we know, but I can also, I can call you a fucking cunt but I can just also call you a fucking Neanderthal. Or I can call you some shit that you really don't understand, and now you're really uneducated, you know? Just different things. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to arguing or when it comes to just handling my emotions, um, I have to take a step back because I also... And this is... It's a boundary that I've been working on, actually, is Mm -hmm. because while I may come off super cool, deep down, it does affect me because I don't have those boundaries in place because if you were to pop off on me, because you're neo-divergent. We mm-hmm. actually had a, a, a mutual old friend who I would consider probably neo-divergent from what you've explained. Right. Who would just, boom, pop off, boom, pop off. And it honestly truly affected me negatively because it's like, I wouldn't do that to you. Right, so why are you doing that to me type stuff? Right. Exactly. But I also understood why they were doing that. And so now it's become a point where it's like, I need to set that boundary of, I'm not just going to take it. I'm going to say, hey, I don't have to say, oh, since you're popping off on me, I'm going to pop off on you. I'm going to say, hey, I don't appreciate that. Yeah. And we're going to take a little breather. Yeah. I'm going to like, exactly. I'm going to like, pull down and think about what it is that you just did and how I didn't appreciate that and why it is that you did that. Mm -hmm. And then we can have a conversation of that. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Because when you, as I'm sure other people can relate to this, when you allow people to do that, then you're hurt, you know? Now you're going to have this image of them as, like you said, anger issues, ADHD, and it's like, I don't want to have that image of you. Right, and it's like, and that was probably like a day where this person had multiple things happen to them, and you were the last person that just set them off, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. Yeah, and that's typically how it goes for a lot of people who, they say have anger issues, or, you know, I might be, I don't want to, like, misdiagnose anyone, too, at the same time, but... That's typically where it goes. And in my case, like, 
it goes back to like you know the whole like ADHD like if you have it or not blah 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 and like it just made so much more sense when she was describing it she was just like like what she said it was like you have a wall of emotions you know um you start there's like little things that could tick you off it could take months years you know who knows little things starts trickling and then you just build up a wall of all this emotion that just makes you so mad and you have three options you could either punch through it which you know violence you could either um what's it called climb over it but like you never know how tall you know the wall is or the last third option which is the most healthiest one build your own board you know you kind of step back watch how you know how big the wall is you're like okay dang like i can't go around it i can't go you know up i can't go down i need to understand those emotions but as well as being um what is it accepting those emotions and uh, processing those emotions building a door and then you open you get through it because that's really what it is you like you have to take a mental break that's it and i think you get so much bad rep Sometimes, too, because of how strong your emotions are for certain things. And you're always considered like, oh, she's so sensitive or she's just angry all the time. It's just like, no, dude. Like, it's just certain things that have brought this up is the reason why I reacted this way. Granted, it's not the best way that society wants us to uh, believe in. But it's just how our brain is wired, too. So, um, it's really... I don't even know, like, I don't even know if I had friends like that. I recently, like, the the more friends that I've, the older that I've gotten, the more, like, I understood what that really meant, because I wouldn't have understand this if I didn't go through the self-help journey. I'd be like, why is this person weird? It's like, they're not weird. They just think different, and yeah. that's okay. Um, no, it's not my fault. <laughs> exactly, no, yeah, literally, it's not my fault. No, but it's kind of just, like, helping those coping mechanisms coping mechanisms slash like better ways to go about about the situation and your emotions yeah because hey babes everyone's different your emotions may be high someone may be low but that doesn't give you the right to scream out at the person who has a low you know you know emotions because they still have it yeah everybody has those emotions yeah and i think to kind of even just switch up the conversation Mm. and still talk about emotions Mm -hmm. When it comes to it, I don't know if I said this in the podcast. I, I don't know. Sometimes I get, like, mixed up. <laughs> but other people, me personally, you probably as well, because <laughs> it's the people-pleasing aspect. Yes. Like, to protect other people's emotions. And it's like, I'm protecting your emotions so much that I'm not even giving a damn about mine. You're Funny. not giving a damn about mine. Funny. And that's a boundary that you have to set in place of. I'm going to fucking care. I'm going to care about my emotions. You right. know, I'm going to protect my emotions and whatever route that be. Whether that be you're fired from my company, you're, you know, on a furlough, or you, you're moving to a different department. <laughs> you know, you are, you're only working Wednesdays and Saturdays, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> your, your shift is only on the weekend and for a few hours, okay? You're part-time. <laughs> Like, you're, you're volunteering at this it, point. It literally, yeah. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah. yeah, and I think by setting that boundary there um, and protecting your emotions, because honestly, even when it comes to doing my dishes and not, you know, my kitchen, my entire apartment being cleaned by 8 o'clock, 
Mm. Honestly, truly, my entire apartment's clean throughout the day. <laughs> um, and that is me, that is a boundary that I have. I don't like having a messy apartment because I know emotionally, if my apartment's a mess, I'm not going to be productive. And if I'm not productive, then my podcast isn't going to come out. And if my podcast isn't coming out, I'm not making money. I'm not making, I'm just, you know, I'm genuinely more happy when I'm doing that. Mm. And so now, if I'm not making money, we'll go that route financially. Now I want to do other things, you know? Now I'm not able to afford what it is that I want to do. So now that I'm not able to afford that, here I am sad again. Exactly. It's a full so, circle. It's I'm a telling circle. you. I'm telling you. So it's kind of just like, so then let me ask you a question. What are your, like, what helps you kind of put those boundaries in place and also make sure that you don't get too emotional when you're kind of like uh, confronting someone about a certain boundary? So I'll start with the first part. What mm-hmm. helps me put those boundaries in place? Mm-hmm. Um, understanding myself. Understanding what I love with my parents that um, – my room was a mess. Mm. Or you know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> My room was a mess. Understanding that I genuinely am a clean person. So um, that's kind of what helped me set that boundary up. Mm. I hate it not being able to have people over all the time because I would have to clean the entire place. So it's like here I am spending hours cleaning up right. just to have people over for a few hours. You know, when if I just clean as I go or if everybody just cleans as I go, it'll stay clean. You know, right. so that's a boundary that I've set in place because emotionally, it's like I'm not gonna say that we got a big ass house, but like we do have a lot of things in the house. Honey, <laughs> it's a big ass house. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, why don't we ever party here? He's like, don't even ask. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense because I don't do the same thing. I, I rarely invite anyone to my house because I know I'm gonna have to clean, and then I get shit for cleaning too, which is weird because I'm like, why? I didn't clean it the way that you wanted it to be cleaned. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Set a boundary. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, I'm cleaning. This is my way of cleaning, but don't try to change me in order Yeah, to because clean. it's not your way. And right. yeah, you know, and that's a boundary. And that is something that um, I tell my parents, I, they have another key. And I told them, I said, you're able to come when I'm on my trips. Mm-hmm. I said, but what you're not going to do is leave a mess. Is leave a mess. I was like, yeah, there's uh, y'all. When I tell you there is a spot for everything in my apartment, there is a spot for everything. Um, and I just have my systems put in place. And I'm not going to let somebody, you know, change that, you know? Mm. And I don't know. So emotionally, that's just something that, and now we know. When I leave for, when I go on my trips, I cry. And I'm proud to say that. Like, I cry when I leave for my trips. Sure does. <laughs> like a little baby. Yeah. No, literally. Um, when it comes to, so I guess it's just knowing myself emotionally and knowing what it is how it helps me out that's when i set that boundary is okay i know that if i'm not in bed by 10 o'clock i'm going to get tired and when i get tired i get depressed i genuinely get depressed so i'm not doing anything and i'm trying to now i'm spending money to get out of that phone so that's a boundary that i set in place 10 o'clock no maybe once a week i'll be like okay i can do this but 10 o'clock the rest of the week i'm in bed Exactly. Um, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I oh, sorry. Continue. Oh no, I'm just gonna ask the last question, yeah. which is, how do I, when it comes to boundaries with people, how do I confront them? And that is something that I'm working on. Okay. That's really okay. just the answer. That's something mm-hmm. that I'm working on because I am a people pleaser. Yeah. And you know, I don't want to be like, I don't want. I, it's the fear of not being loved. 
that really gets in the way. That's like, well, I don't want this person to, you know, think that I'm upset or mean or I don't want them to, you know, tarnish my name or this, that, and the other. And in reality, they can think that you're the greatest person and still tarnish your name. Mm. You may think that they love you and they can still tarnish your name. You don't know what that person's thinking. So ultimately, still set that motherfucking boundary. For okay? sure. Okay, retweet, retweet, retweet. Because <laughs> honey, same. No, I would say though, um, kind of like, you know, answering my own questions as well. Um, being as a person who's like neurodivergent, it's quite, it's very important to set those boundaries and make sure that the other person understands that, you know, these words, these actions trigger me and this is why you're getting this reaction. And I think it's just plain and simple. You have to do that regardless of the situation. Because if this person loves you enough to be your friend, your relative, your spouse, your anything, they need to understand that you need to change it up because this shit ain't working. Because you're not gonna have me if you can't hand if you're not handling this, it's dealing with not dealing with it, but just like yeah, dealing with it. Because it's not something that's going to change. Mm-hmm regardless of the fact. So um, that's on that for me when it comes to putting those boundaries in place. Now, with the emotional side, it like I said, it's different from, for everyone. It really is. But regardless of that, um, I think it's also healthy and important to understand that be, even if this person is yelling at you, screaming at you, crying, and all that kind of stuff, acknowledge that first before you try to handle the confrontation next because you're not because in the moment we're not acknowledging the fact that we're crying we're trying to say everything that we're trying to get out Mm -hmm. but then at the fact that you're trying the other person while you're crying like the other person's like getting at you telling you how they feel and blah blah blah, like redirecting that energy back it's not good for no it's not good for anyone first off no one so Step back. Take a breather. Uh, acknowledge the situation. And then, um, what's it called? Uh, and then... Uh, attack. Not attack. <laughs> not at all. Uh, that was not attack, uh, but I like... I think it was, a, it was an acronym for like stay, something like that. Uh, it's like, uh, what's it called? Or something like that. There's She did an acronym, but this would be my acronym. Just to stop what you're doing acknowledge uh acknowledge situation uh and then tell the person like hey my feelings i've i've i'm at my limit can we table this i need to go focus on you know and really focus on that emotion that is driving you to derail this conversation and then when you're ready this person's gonna be like hey are you ready or you know you say you're ready but regardless of still have that conversation because it could potentially um it's still the conversation it needs to be had mm-hmm. it's those boundaries and um i think that's really important going forward with any situation that you have with anyone because like this could really help make your life so much easier it really can yeah yeah so that's that's just how i feel about it yeah i feel like that's such a good closer ah nice yeah oh my gosh but if this is something that y'all honestly truly deal like handling or going through is Mm -hmm. setting those boundaries because i feel like 
it's something that we learn every day is, you know, setting those boundaries. You learn a new boundary. You, you know, why is that boundary there? Why do you need that in place? Yeah. Um, hopefully this helped because... If not, definitely comment down below or if it did, comment down below too because, honey, truth be told, man, sometimes people forget. Yeah. They really do. And yeah. you got to remind yourself, you're like, you know what? I heard it from, okay, but wait, I need to take a breather. This yeah. is what I'm going to do. And if you can't respect that, this conversation is finito. Yeah. Can't have it. Yeah, because ultimately, to even, I'm going to end there. Mm. If they're not allowing you to take that breather, if they're like, no, we need to talk about this now. We need to talk about this now. Mm. They're not respecting you. At all. They're not respecting. And at that point, honey, <clears throat> let them have it. Honey. Honey. And react in whatever way it is that because you you gave them that warning. Yeah. So it's like now I'm having to respect you and you want to have this conversation, then we're going to have this conversation. You're going to have to respect whatever comes out of my mouth and however it comes out mm. because I tried to give you the warning ultimately. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel. That That's how I feel. Yeah. That's on period. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... <clears throat> We're going to close out here. I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in. I want to say thank you so much for being on season two, coming back after. I know. I just had one. to because I was like, I miss kind of having these conversations with yeah. you. And like kind of like, because each conversation I have with you is always like a growth experience, regardless of when we hang out. So I'm really excited that you had me on here. And thank you guys so much for even listening. Yeah. And her website's actually up at, um, I was going to say at, but it's www.com. Salia Kabibi, and I'll have the links in the description down below. So definitely go hit her up. She helped yes. me design the podcast cover. So if you like it, hit her up <clears throat> and go um, on. Go, go support. Yes, yes, support, 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 it. support. Comment down below. Make so like you like make your make your like login. After that, you're able to see everything. You're able to see everything regardless of. But it'd be nice if you all guys kept up. I typically like to post a lot of blogs and stuff, so um, it's either going to be about, it's actually supposed to be about Adobe and how to use it. So if you're actually getting into graphic design and you want to learn more about it, definitely watch, like, my blog tells you everything about it. Like, I literally explain from A to B how to do, A to Z, sorry, how to do everything, so... But she included A, B as well. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. A, B, C to the Z. Period. Um, yeah. But don't forget to hit that subscribe button if y'all haven't already. <laughs> Share this out and let us know how you feel in the comments down below the post or even answer the Q&A or whatever. And I'll see y'all in next week's episode. Bye. Bye.